I want to spend some time together looking at uh, Proverbs and looking at wisdom that comes with experience. There's a certain kind of wisdom, don't you think, that only comes through experience. Why don't we turn together to Proverbs 16 and verse 31. Proverbs 16 and verse 31. Some of you are giggling already. You've read ahead. Grey hair is a crown of glory. It is gained by living a godly life. Uh, What this verse is saying is that people who continue to follow God with the fear of the Lord till their hair goes (laughs) grey... Uh, live a godly life. And this morning what we want to think about together is about the wisdom that comes from experience. And I think there really is a wisdom that does come from experience. You know, for those who have lived their lives for many, many days, for many months, for many years, and have continued to fear God, they learn things that people who are younger just can never have learnt. I think the difference is sometimes seen between the young person who runs fast, talks quickly before thinking, uh, full of strength and energy, but sometimes runs quickly into sin. Compared to an older person who they might not have the quickness that they once had, or even the strength that they once had, but have a wisdom that comes from self-control and years and years of knowledge of experience. I remember being, uh, when I was in year 10, I used to hate graphics because it was a double period and you'd, you'd, it just seemed to take forever to finish. And I'd just wait there and I, I wasn't very studious in those days and I'd just, you know, muck around and my teacher who was called, uh, his name was Mr Bartell, he said, Jonathan, mark my words, one day you'll wish there were more hours in the day. I thought, you have got to be kidding. (laughs) But from his experience, I've found that many, many times, there has been times where I wished I could fit a few more hours into the day. And there's been times in my life where those words have rung really true. And I realised how wrong I was in my idle youth. And words of wisdom help. There's a wisdom that comes from experience. Do you know the experience of a daughter coming to you and saying, guess what, we're getting married. And you want to ask, who's the lucky guy? He's gorgeous, she says. Oh, and if you're worried about whether he's going to make a good father, he is. He already has three kids. (laughs) He's a great dad to them. And don't worry, he's trying to find a job now and it should be fine. You know, Often parents at those times pick their, uh, draw, their jaws up off the floor and say words like this, don't you think it's a little fast? <laughs> or what's the rush? You've got your whole life ahead of you. How often young people love to ignore the warnings and the cautions of older, wiser people. 
and they pay for it later in their lives. There's a wisdom that comes from experience. The widow who stands by the graveside singing, great is thy faithfulness through tears. The granddad who holds his granddaughter's hand and says, don't be afraid, it's going to be all right. The father who looks at the empty bank account and says, God won't let us down. There's a wisdom that comes from experience. Do you know, one of the truths is this morning that wisdom is worth getting, don't you think? I mean, it's worth really pursuing wisdom because there's a lot of value from it. Look at these verses and what they say about how important it is to have wisdom. It says, how much better, Proverbs 16, 16, to get wisdom than gold and understanding than silver. The writer's saying that wisdom is more important than riches and jewels. It's worth pursuing. Uh, And sometimes we find that we think we've got wisdom, but we haven't, especially when we're young. Proverbs 21, 2 says, people may think they're doing what is right, but the Lord examines the heart. Uh, Especially people that are younger, sometimes with less wisdom, run off thinking they know God's mind. And Proverbs 20, 24 says, how can we understand the road we travel? It's the Lord who directs our step. One way that we can get wisdom is to fear the Lord. Now, we've, we learned that in two weeks ago, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And remember we said we're not talking about cowering afraidly under this angry God. No, fear is recognising who God really is, the creator of the heavens and earth and that everything that we have comes from him and every life, every day that we have is a gift from his hand and that one day we're going to give account for our lives. And so we live our lives knowing that God is real and we worship him with our lives. The other way in which we fear the Lord is to live it obediently, our lives, following his will. So how can we... If we don't really know, sometimes we think we're doing the right thing, but our hearts are going the wrong way. Uh, Sometimes when we think our steps are in the right way, but it's the Lord who directs them, how can we find this wisdom? Well, one way that we can do it is by learning from older people. We can learn the wisdom that we need to know by observing the lives of godly older people who have lived their lives in wise ways. You know, we often think that wisdom comes automatically, but it doesn't. No one just gets zapped with wisdom. The truth is that it takes time, like the ants, one bit at a time. And wisdom just doesn't turn up one day. So there's a different slant on who we should look to when it comes to wisdom. You know, the young child they can't have the wisdom that comes from experience. The youth can't have the wisdom that comes from experience. So when you start to look for godly wisdom, look around at the older people amongst us. Try and find those who have lived their lives growing wiser as they've feared the Lord. Learn from them. Try and observe their ways. Uh, This principle of just asking other people is found in Proverbs 20, 18 that says, Plans succeed through good counsel 
Don't go to war without the advice of others. You need to hear what other people have to say, wise people, before you make major decisions or any decisions. Keep learning from other people. Be someone who's teachable, who's learning. And I love what it says in the message translation, the paraphrase from the, of the Message Bible, where it says, so join the company of good men and women. Keep your feet on the tried and true paths. How do you gain wisdom? Now, join the company of men and women who have actually been walking along the tried and true paths. Walk with them, follow them, learn from their ways. If you follow the example of wise people, if you join with them, if you follow the things that they do and the way that they, the advice that they give, then you'll learn from your life, from their life, and you'll become wise. The kind of people who you learn that from are the kind of people that we talked about at the start. Grey hair is the crown of glory and it's, and it's gained by a godly life. So first thing I think that advice for us to, do, to, to take in this time is that if we want to learn from older people, the first thing that we've got to do is spend time with them. You've just got to spend time with older people. It doesn't sound too hard to do or any, it's not brainstorming, imagine, you know, an amazing truth. But I can remember the first time when I had a question um, that I needed, that I thought I'd ask a pastor about. I uh, had been reading a little bit about Charles Spurgeon and so I went to my pastor and said, oh, do you know anything about Charles Spurgeon? And at the time he said, oh yes, Charles Spurgeon was an incredible godly man. And he said, you know, he used to speak in front of thousands and thousands of people without a microphone, but he could project his voice. And he talked about how Jesus did the same when he was on the boat and on the water and he used that as a natural amphitheatre of the people to speak to all the people. And I thought, wow, isn't that incredible? I went home and I thought about it. I thought, gee, he's a wise guy, that, that pastor. Then it suddenly dawned on me that my grandfather, is a retired Baptist minister. And I just caught up with him every now and again when the family were all together. But I decided that if I wanted to become wise, I should get with wise people. And seems as my grandfather was a retired Baptist minister, I called him up and said, Granddad, how would you feel if we met regularly? You know, how about if we met every week? And I came round Wednesday and, and we spent an hour together. And he said, I'd love to do that. And I can remember, Time and time again, Grandad just opening his old Bible and saying, where will we read from today, Jonathan? And I remember just going through Romans, 1 Corinthians, and he would just read through and he'd pause at a time and he'd say, you know what that, what that means? You know what Paul was feeling at that time? You know, and I could just sense that what was happening in my heart was just an incredible transaction taking place. Old to young. Wisdom being passed on. Those moments were precious to me. I, I often think about my grandfather and the, and the times when he inputted to me simply because I was willing to spend time with him. I wonder, are there people that you could spend time with and learn and become wise no matter what age you are now? Um, when I pause to think about it, there's been so many older people 
that have given me so much wisdom and experience from their lives. I've, if you come to my office, I've got a library that's just full of books and everyone says, oh, have you read them all? You know, well, I've been given them from different people, older people that have spent time talking to me and encouraging me and uh, lots of older people have given me their books and have said, I want to help you, I want to encourage you. Uh, just spending time with people helps people want to uh, help you grow and help you come to know more and more about following Christ and fearing him. I, I can remember uh, my Sunday school teachers teaching me Bible verses. I can remember older Christians in the church spending time when they would come and just stay with me. In recent years, I've continued to benefit from older people uh, who've come and spent time and shaped me. I loved time, spending time with Norman and learning from his experience. I still now meet with other pastors and other Christians that are from further on in their journey than I am. I wonder this morning, who can you spend time with that can help you gain the wisdom that comes from experience? This is the first thing. Just spend time with wise people. The second thing I'd say which would be good advice for growing in wisdom is to listen to their advice and to seek feedback in your own life. Look at this verse in Proverbs 8, 32 to 36. And so my children, this is like a, a father speaking to his children or a mother speaking to their child. Listen to me, for happy are all who follow my ways. Listen to my counsel and be wise. Don't ignore it. Happy are those who listen to me, watching for me daily at my gates, waiting for me outside my home. For whatever finds me, whoever finds me finds life and wins approval from the Lord. But those who miss me have injured themselves. All who hate me love death. Here we've got a picture of someone who's so hungry to learn, to find out more, to gain wisdom, that they're waiting at the gates all the time, trying to learn everything from, from the wise, uh, wise person who's older and wiser. You know, I remember in my life, my senior pastor at Baronia Baptist Church took time uh, to sit with me every week when I was associate pastor there. He would spend an hour there and I would have done a message perhaps on a Sunday night or maybe I'd led the worship or I'd done a Bible reading or something. But as we sat down, um, I would ask him for feedback. You know, can you tell me, David, well, how could I have done that better? What, what could I have done differently in that message? And he was honest. He was loving and honest, but he was wise. So what I found that after every week, ministering, getting feedback and putting into practice, I learned what many people would take many, many years to do by trial and error. It was incredible. It was a gift that he gave me by spending time doing that. Do you know that you can become so much wiser, so quicker by spending time with older godly people and asking for their feedback? You know, ask them, uh, what do they think about these things that are going on in your life? Have they got any ideas about how you can do this better? You know, there are some people that have done what you're doing right now 20 years ago and they tried and they found some ways that were very helpful and they can help you themselves. Listen to older people. Ask for their feedback. 
Many people don't ask. They never ask and then grow very slowly. Sometimes they don't even grow. If you want to grow wise, learn from people who are wise. Proverbs 27 and verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. The more and more you spend time with other wise people, you'll be sharpened and you'll be able to be an effective tool in God's hands. Well, the third thing that I think we can do, um, not only spend time with wise people, listen to their advice and feedback, but also learn from their mistakes. Do you know, I think we're living in a very, very privileged time in church history. I know when my grandfather was a minister, not many people shared any of their struggles. In fact, as a minister, you were supposed to know everything and do everything and answer every question. You had to have a position on every theological point that you could, and if you didn't, it showed you were weak. Uh, That might be a bit of an over-exaggeration. But as I've grown up, I've had the privilege of being with other ministers and other uh, followers of Christ who have shared their struggles, their mistakes, and it's taught me so much. I can remember being in a minister's fellowship meeting where one minister just wept as he talked about how now his kids just hate God. And he feels that the reason was is because he hated God. (laughs) Because his father, who was a minister, had no time for the kids because he had all the time for the church. So a kid growing up in that home thinks, well, why would God love me if he takes my dad away from him, from me all the time? And he learned painfully that God was someone who takes his parents away from them. And then as he grew up, he made a big transformation and turned around and became, uh, instead of hating God, he started following him. But he also found in his own life he had this propensity now to serve the church to the expense of his family. Now, when I'm sitting in a room like that and hearing the pain and the damage of a pastor who has neglected his uh, family uh, to serve God, which were obviously more than just what God was expecting, I learn from that. It makes me realise that I don't want to put uh, damage my family in the ways that this man had. We can learn from older, wiser people's mistakes who are sharing. As I was at Bill Hybels just two weeks ago, he shared how he had a a time where he just burnt out completely. How he uh, just uh, broke down because he was just going so hard at it. And he said to people, the best thing that you can do, pastors and ministers, is spend an hour with a great Christian counsellor. And so this is what's going on in my life. Is there anything unhealthy here that you think that I could actually learn from? You know, is, is there anything that is not so godly that's going on in my life at the moment? When you hear people that share their struggles, it helps you want to learn to grow. There's some people that you know that have been through a lot of tough things. I mean, people that have faced cancer and had to struggle right through that. Uh, they would have so much to share with us about what it means to trust in God through tough times? What about people that have struggled so much through uh, kids 
turning away from the Lord. What things we could learn by people who pray and keep praying for their children. There's so much that older people can learn, teach us through their mistakes and help us not to make those ourselves. So be someone who spends time, time with older people. Uh, listen to their advice and their feedback and actually learn from their mistakes. And I think you'll be wise. Now, finally, just as we come, come towards the end, I think I want to have a little word for older people too today on this Sunday of, uh, for the elderly, <laughs> for the uh, older people. That's the best way. I, I want to encourage you to uh, take time to actually pass on the things that you've learned. Um, this is what 2 Timothy 2, 2 says. You have heard me teach many things and, and have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses, that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Teach these great truths to trustworthy people who are able to pass them on to others. Do you know older people, wiser people that have been fearing the Lord as you've grown up? Take time. Make it your goal to pass on the things that you have learned to younger people, to people that are reliable witnesses, to people that are able to, who are trustworthy and can pass on the things that you're sharing. I just want to give you a bit of warning about that though. Some people who are older and wiser kind of say, we've got to sort young people out. You know, they don't know anything, you know. Uh, we've got to kind of tell them the things that they just don't want to hear and give them the bad news about life. You know, it's hard, it's long, it's tough. I, I've found that this advice generally doesn't really work. It causes more pain than, than uh, gain. Uh, I think if you want to put into practice what this verse says, the best way is to spend time with younger people. Find out what's happening in their lives. Ask them what they're doing. Spend time uh, showing interest in what their uh, life is about. Then I think you'll find that younger people open up so much. They value being valued. And they will want to hear the gems that you have, the advice that you can give them. And right at that time when you have been spending time sharing with them in their lives, There'll be moments when you can share some timely advice. Proverbs 25, 11 says, Timely advice is as lovely as golden apples in a silver basket. I think the opposite would be true for advice that's not wanted but given anyway. Timely advice is wonderful, but telling off really doesn't help. I want to just to show you about the value for you if you are married to someone who's not a believer or if you're a grandparent as an older person who doesn't, uh, whose grandchildren aren't Christians. Look what happened to uh, Timothy. Paul says, I know that you sincerely trust in the Lord for you have the faith of your mother Eunice and your grandmother Lois. Now it seems that Timothy's father was a, a Greek and he was an unbeliever. And yet his mother continued to spend time and to love Timothy and to set an example of what a life of faith was like. Lois also, as a grandmother, 
spent time with Timothy modelling what a life of faith was like. And even though Dad didn't believe, look at the impact that it had on Timothy's life. So grandparents, love your grandchildren. Spend time with them. Take an interest in their life. Get to know them so that you can share the wisdom with them that might help them come to know the Lord and to live a life that fears, that fears him and spend time with them. You know, finally, as we close now, I just want to say we're in the best place that we can possibly be to learn from older people, for older people to pass on the advice to younger people because the church is unique in this world. So many families are, are, are really conflicted. So many families are, are, are just existing together. Some don't have fathers. Some don't have mothers. Some ha- have just conflict all the way through. And yet, in a church like this, you can have brothers and sisters in Christ, mothers and fathers in Christ. Kids can learn from older people the things that they might not have in their own family. Don't sit on your wisdom, older people. Young people, take time to learn from older people. And may we all grow in wisdom as we honour God together. Why don't we pray as we close? God, we want to thank you for the wisdom that comes from experience. We want to praise you for older people in our congregation, for those that have put their trust in you many, many years ago and today still boldly claim, great is thy faithfulness. Oh God, we praise you for the wisdom that comes from trusting you day in, day out, through sickness, through hardship, through suffering. May we learn all that we can so that we and younger people as well can learn to fear their creator, to know their creator, to use their days for him, for you, God, in the days of their youth. Oh, God, we thank you for this church. We thank you for the family that exists here. And would you help us grow wiser as we walk with you? We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.